Tell me your secrets and ask me your questions. Ah, oh, let's go back to the start. Running in circles, coming up tales, heads on the science apart. Nobody said it was easy. Everybody, happy 2022. Cable Smith alongside a good friend. Counselor, as always, Chisholm Cook, welcoming each and every one of you into uh, our first episode of Justified Pursuit of the New Year. And Chisholm, we lied. We said we were going to do one over the, the New Year's holidays. We didn't. So we're going to knock out two this week. There's so much to get into, man. Um, God, there's so much, so much juicy stuff right there for us. What do you want to start with today? Well, first of all, how are you? I'm doing good, man. This is the big 6-0 uh i was just looking at our feed somehow we did not uh we did this not, is 60 uh, yeah well we didn't number number 59 which you released the day before christmas eve that was about Manchin typically i would go back and edit this yet. out of the show but this is great who cares all right episode 60 episode 60 <laughs> big six oh that's a big all number right. i mean uh, it seems yeah. like you know at this point every i totally is... undersold it all right well we just turned 60 yeah. uh, good for us that's right uh i'm good i had to uh, make a work trip to h-town this week uh-huh. uh that went really well big things in store for 2022 2022 crazy uh guaranteed to be better than 2021 the government said so uh sure <laughs> feels like this thing's only heading one direction man <laughs> but uh, i am the i am the eternal optimist uh-huh. kind of um heading to el rancho for the weekend kind of actually I'm, I'm 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 almost ready for hunting season to be over deer season to be over with mm-hmm. uh i've had just my cup is just about overflowing on that well uh but you a good mutual so friend many of ours. other people hunting you know it's like how much do you actually get to hunt for yourself these days yeah not a whole lot i i did do some sitting by myself earlier and i know you year, you enjoy that and that brings you i mean that's your passion right yeah I love is, it. yeah i'd rather yeah all day uh, and you know even like <clears throat> This weekend, I'll probably put our buddy out um, and hang back at camp with his daughter and my girls and cook and do all the stuff that I was doing like last weekend. Mm-hmm. Um, I love that stuff too, dude. I like cooking for people. Um, I like getting people outdoors. Um, I do the like about to watch deer camp deer though, myself though. Is it's a wake up super early, go to bed super late proposition. Yes. And after three months, it, it definitely can wear on you if you're yeah. doing it every weekend. <laughs> so I'm having a real hard time getting up before 630 when I'm in my own bed for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, yeah, anyway, it, it, we'll have fun. The weather's better. I sat down there. I sat down there the whole week from Christmas Day till January 2nd. And it almost hit 90 every day. And the day we left Sunday. microphones yeah i banged on my table in it right. loose connection i was telling you about Ge- geeked out oh, dude it's still doing it is it doing anything I don't, I don't hear it no okay cool um the day we left it that this hard front we had earlier this week hit and it was you know 31 degrees monday morning i was like son of a bitch yeah anyway what are you gonna do yeah. um i am looking forward to turkey season already though turkey. yeah 
I've just locked in the the date for that uh, for our Euteria trip. So Sweet. save it on the calendar last weekend of March. I'm going uh, to the other part of the Euteria to hunt a nail guy with Clay here uh, the first week of February. That's going to be 600-pound animal and some of the best. And you know you've had it, but just mm-hmm. some of the finest venison in the world. So It's been a long time since I ate it, jealous. to be honest with you. And I, I certainly have never eaten it the way that I will prepare it like we did at the ranch, you know, once I harvest something, hopefully. So I'm yeah. looking forward to trying it as a, you know, fire roasted steak. I what about you? Your, I did your javelina recipe last night that you I did saw it. for us. It yeah. great. Turned out awesome. You yeah. <laughs> ate nine tacos. I ate awesome. five. He ate four. So oh obviously having Omicron, which is what I think I have right now, doesn't affect your appetite, uh, which interesting segue there. But yeah, uh, the world isn't ending. There's a lot to unpack with that because a lot. you and I both kind of tended to think that you weren't going to get COVID twice, right? I don't I have consider not, Omicron have, COVID, so I'm going to stand yeah, by that, well, but we can get to that. Technically, it's called a COVID variant, right? But it's not. It's a coronavirus, which there's lots of them that have infected humans as a common cold for yeah. a long, long time. But yeah, And I can't even confirm because I haven't taken a test and I don't plan on taking a test yeah. that I have it. But here's, the, here's what I do know. My... Sister-in-laws had a Christmas party. Um, one of their friends who had not previously had any COVID tested positive like a day later. And then my sister-in-laws started feeling crappy like two or three days later, head cold, you know, a little bit of a sore throat. Never lost their sense of taste or smell or any of that stuff. That's not happening with this one. Right. Supposedly. Yeah. Then my wife gets was around their kids. We were all around them on Christmas. And then like last week, she starts getting that same thing. And I'm over here like, yeah, well, you know, you st- people still get the common cold. Okay. They're all like, we had COVID again. I'm like, no, that's not a thing. Now I feel like I have a head cold, which is just all the same symptoms everyone says with Omicron. Oh, scratchy throat, runny nose, little congestion. Uh, I didn't, I didn't have a headache like I did with real COVID. Uh, I did <laughs> have not lost my sense of smell or taste. And here's the thing I want to ask you, like, you're one of my the people that I trust the most in the world. Do I do I need to be like? Do I, should I feel obligated to go get a COVID test so that I can quarantine away from people for five days for what is essentially a head cold? Because my personal, well, I'm just telling you what I'm going to do. I'm not going to get a test because I don't really care. I'm going to keep living my life, and I don't really. If it's positive, what is it? You know, whatever. If it's negative, it's not going to. I'm going to go to the gym. I'm going to do all the things. Whatever. I'll say one thing about that. You better say what you said off the air, your answer. (laughs) Well, I I don't, I don't, I don't care if you get tested or not. I I don't plan to, I, unless the Supreme court steps the F up and rules this OSHA rule unconstitutional, uh, that's going to require my employer to force me to test all the time. Thankfully, Mm -hmm. my employer has said they will never require us to vaccinate, but they will require us to test if the law is upheld. I don't plan on taking any more tests unless that's the case. Um, There's so many, like you said, things to unpack in this. I would say common courtesy should have always been. And if there's one good thing maybe we can take out of this experience, it's that how about when people don't feel good, they stay home until they feel better. You know what I mean? Like going to the gym, if you have an active case of the cold, even if it was three years ago and it was the old school cold, which this is just a cold. I oh, the gym say, is in my garage. Sorry. Oh, if you're going to work out in your garage, get after it, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. 
That's I'm not I I'm not gonna take now. this little Omicron. You said go to the gym, so I thought you meant go yeah. in public and yeah. Um well maybe I'm just covering my ass here. I don't know. I know yeah, there I are some parents <laughs> in your kids' school who would lose their minds if they knew that you were potentially exposing your kids and their kids. Of course, your kids have antibodies, so let's see how that yeah, but I have antibodies too. That's the interesting thing here. And what we talked about uh, Dr. McCullough's interview on Rogan and right. his take that you can only get COVID once, right? That's not proving to be the case with Dude, Omicron. Again, it depends, it depends on your definition of COVID. Okay, yeah. we're going to do a, this whole episode is going to be about Rogan and it's going to be kind of all over the place, looping in the fact that here we are with you experiencing what may be here's what i'm not going to do i'm not going to go to the gym and try to expose other people but i'm also not going to sit at home and quarantine for five well that you know the cdc says five days now which is so convenient because it used to be 10 but uh i'm not going to do that dude i mean i'm going to go on living life and not going to intentionally make put other people at risk but i'm not going to sit here and isolate like the last time i had covid aaron's like you stay in you stay in your room in our bedroom or you stay in your office and if you're in the rest of the house you wear a mask because masks work right uh <laughs> that stuff yeah. isn't and and her attitude about it is so laissez-faire now like she kissed me last night i was like i don't really feel good she's like if oh, your yeah, wife I, is i just had that good. last that, week that yeah. makes me feel better yeah so, i here's the deal man omicron by all accounts all across the globe is a head cold I, I was having this debate with the buddy who I've referenced many times. Zero deaths in the United States from Omicron. Zero deaths. Dude, it's, it's zero deaths in the world. Zero. Deaths. There haven't been any. Mm. You know, so McCullough, we've already talked about the most recent, you know, supernova that Rogan released was his interview with Dr. Robert Malone, who I know we've referenced in the past. He's one of a handful or so of medical doctors slash scientists who are, you know, credited even by the fact checkers as having contributed to the invention of the mrna technology that provided to the these shots right. all the way back in 1989 right he um what did you say right before that i just completely lost my train of thought why did i get off on robert malone oh well, i don't know were we talking about the fact that you could get COVID twice i guess so. it was omicron yeah 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 my buddy <clears throat> he so so oh yeah your buddy. La- last yeah. week that episode dropped and and Malone comes on and he tries to sort of clarify the record for Dr. McCullough, who, to your point, was very, very adamant. You will not catch this disease twice. Right. Mm-hmm. McCullough reached out to Malone, knowing he was going on Rogan and said, hey, do me a favor. Correct this a little bit. The data on Omicron has changed in that intervening like three weeks between those two episodes. Right. That's called science. There are things that change. Right. This is a new variant. We're learning about it. Blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. But anyway, my buddy was like, you know, at that I was actually listening to Malone while we were texting from a deer blind and we reached that point where he said that. And I was like, all right, you know, I will acknowledge now I may catch a descendant of COVID again. He has a friend. My friend has a friend in Austin that had supposedly caught it twice. And I was saying it's impossible. And so he reached out to him while we were talking. And the first time he had all of the typical COVID symptoms, he was sick as a dog, body aches, head, uh, a, you know, I think he lost his smell and everything. And then he said, in the next one, it was basically a runny nose. Yeah. It's but only, he tested the only positive. I have if I right. do indeed have it, like, but the it. guy tested positive. Right. So the point yeah. I made was at what point is this no longer COVID man? Coronaviruses. There are many of them. 
many of which have been among the human population for hundreds, if not thousands and thousands of years, Mm. right? This is just a coronavirus at the, it's not just a coronavirus. It's a genetically manipulated superbug, but its basis is just a coronavirus, which has caused the common cold. It's one of the 15 different ways to catch a common cold since forever, right? And everybody in epidemiology and medical science will tell you going back to 18 months ago that this thing will mutate itself into nothing because that's how evolution works, right? If a virus is killing people, then it cannot spread itself as readily, right? So evolutionarily speaking, the survival of the fittest would mean that the bug will, will, will have two main reactions. It'll, it'll evolve to spread more rapidly, which they're telling us Omicron does, but not be as devastating because sick people that can go about their daily lives and don't die, spread it, right? So the point of any organism is to propagate. It makes more sense for COVID in an evolutionary perspective long-term to spread itself rather than kill its hosts, right? right. So that's exactly what Omicron is. That's what's happened here. One of the things these jackasses said, in, uh, the, in the government are trying to claim that that, oh, you know, the part of the reason it's so, you know, mild is because so many people are vaccinated. Well, nobody's that vaccinated in South Africa. And they were telling us from day one, this is no big deal. This is no big yeah, deal. Like South Africa, you are the root of all evil. Why are you bringing these variants to the rest of the world? And they told <sighs> South Africans they couldn't come to the United States. Look, like, you know, I've told you, like, been in contact with my PH, Carl, who has to get to the United States for show season. Like, that's where they do 90% oh, yeah. of their ninety uh, percent of their bookings for the years. They come to the U.S., they go to these different hunting trade shows and expos, Dallas, Houston, Las Vegas, you name it. They're like in the state of flux. They don't even know if they could come until Biden like a week ago said, OK, on the first, we're going to allow South Africans back in the United States. And they're not even getting sick over there. Um, I will say this. Aaron did take a uh, at home test and it was negative when she was feeling bad. So. Again, I don't even know what it is. It just seems like it lines up with the, the time frame of everyone getting this and uh, the symptoms being sure. so mild. It's yeah, like, you may do not I, have. Do, I look, do right. I look sick? I don't feel sick. You don't, don't sound sick. You don't even sound I'm gonna sick. Go, I'm going to go running. You know, I'm going to exercise today. Feel fine. Dude, it, coronaviruses are one of, the, one of the things that create common colds. Malone explains in the Rogan podcast. God, I lost my train of thought again. Well, here's here's one thing he said. Maybe this will get you back on track. But uh, he said the initial coronavirus that everyone got in 2020, you were likely to spread that to two to three people. Yeah. Then Delta came along. And Delta was a nasty deal. That's likely what you got. Delta sucked a bit. It sucked sucked a big one. Then he was like, you're going to spread that one to four to five, maybe six people. And then he's like, this Omicron one, eight to ten people you're going to spread it to. Every single person that gets it is exactly what real scientists and doctors were telling right. us a year and a half ago would happen if we just, but, you know. But I missed, this I missed the part where Fauci said that. He's a real doctor. No, he's not. <laughs> Fauci's never been a real doctor in his life. I don't care that he has a medical doctorate. He's been a government employee. He's a friggin' bureaucrat. the part where he said that. For half a century. That dude is not a doctor. He's not. No. You know who is? Robert Malone, who has patience. Uh, Pierre Corey, the ivermectin guy who treats patients, Dr. McCullough, who treats patients, government employees are not doctors doctors. are having medical boards come after their ability to practice medicine renowned and all of them are renowned. 
That is, is that, that's like saying, okay, let's put it into like, so stop police, dude. Let's put it into sports terminology. This is the greatest hitter of all time. Probably Ted Williams. That'd be like, Hey, Ted, we understand that you hit 400. You're the best left-handed hitter ever, but you're no longer allowed to teach hitting to other players. Like what? Yeah. Sure. He's got all the skins on the wall. So he's so do these doctors. And it's they're like, the no, 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 police, dude. They're saying something that's the party doesn't allow for and doesn't matter their credentials. Yeah, it's unbelievable. So um, Malone's been kicked off Twitter with 500,000 followers <laughs> without provocation, without warning, no message sent. Like I, I, my social media stuff is flagged high, holy hell with violations and I can check my account status and on every platform other than Gitter, which I just joined. Thanks, Joe Rogan. Uh, it says the same thing. You're at risk of losing your account. For all these infractions, and I go look at the infractions, and they don't violate the community standards. It's just bull. But Dr. Malone, according to him, had never received a message from Twitter. Just woke up one day and just gone. His Oof. account's suspended. And they just suspended the account of uh, a Georgia congresswoman. Uh, what's her name? Yeah, Marjorie she's, Taylor Greene. Yeah, she's, she's gone forever. too. Yep. Yeah, without provocation. Just hey, we didn't like what you said about uh, stuff vaccine hesitancy you're spreading speaking of hesitancy speaking of talked to a mutual friend of ours uh who i've now been friends with for 22 21 and a half years well, i guess that makes me friends with him for 20 years right um he and his wife got boosted this week oh, despite dude. being i'm you not kidding that text or exaggerating. Like, what in the world are we doing the fittest thinnest healthiest people i probably know they work out this particular individual has gone for a run in the dark every single morning for for 15 or 16 17 years except for the day his son was born even when he's been on a hunt in alaska even when he's been hunting with me at the lease i'll wake up at five o'clock in the morning and there he is all dressed and ready to rock because he already ran <laughs> but anyway get your booster <clears throat> hopefully they're not vaccinated he seems to kid. have realized he didn't necessarily need it but his wife thought he did and i love her to death i pray to god that she wakes up from her matrix slumber but the point is they don't feel very good i think they yeah. got him on tuesday felt like shit most of the day yesterday yesterday afternoon he told me he was feeling better Today, he says he's about a five out of 10, and she feels the same. For... They're sicker. The way he's describing it, they're sicker than you are right now. So well, if you basically have gave themselves COVID for a couple days. I wanted to say, I know where I lost my train of thought on Malone. Malone explains in this Rogan interview, and I've heard it from numerous other places, including Fauci himself. I think I heard Fauci say it. I definitely heard, have heard it on mainstream media. That the data is indicating that Omicron does not infect your chest. You remember when we read the Sanjay Gupta letter about breakthrough cases? And Fauci said himself too, right? As Delta was starting to rage, and all of a sudden there were breakthrough cases everywhere. Breakthrough cases, right? now you're more likely to get Omicron if you're vaccinated. That was when they first <laughs> admitted to us that this thing was never, that the shot was never designed to keep you from catching it because it doesn't protect your nasal cavity. It was designed to keep, keep you from dying from it by protecting your lungs. The original COVID-19 all the way through Delta infected the lung tissue, deep lung, all the way into like your 
what are those little little bubbles in there that get capillaries? The yeah, whatever. <clears throat> that, that's bubbles. why it was so dangerous. That's why it would kill people, right? This virus, this version of the virus, does not make it into the lungs. It is an upper respiratory thing. That's why it's causing a scratchy, sore throat and sinus problems. And that's basically all. It has evolved so much so that it doesn't even attack the lungs anymore. So as I pointed out, I've got a bet with my buddy. He's <laughs> we, we have these dirt ball bets. We had the first one paid out last year uh, when my other friend was the, the, the guy who's always harassing us about shots. And, and, you know, my other buddy who's on my side of the thing had a bet that um, that the election would be overturned by our February trip to the ranch last year. And uh, obviously that didn't happen. And so the bet was a ball of red dirt to the face, uh, ranch red dirt, right? Uh -huh. <laughs> so we have another red dirt bet now that I will never catch COVID again because I have natural immunity. But I pointed out to him, what does that even, what does catching COVID mean? If I catch Omicron, as far as I'm, if I don't lose my sense of smell, I didn't catch COVID again. If I catch, if I get a mild head cold, which the guy he referenced who had caught it twice is exactly what he experienced on round two. That doesn't count. Megan Kelly had a doctor on yesterday, a, a teacher at Stanford Medical School and a, and a medical doctor who pointed out the five, three to five percent of people who catch this disease twice, it is significantly milder the second time. So the thing is, just like these shots, in some way, you're protected from the natural immunity from these variants hitting you too hard, even if somehow you get re-exposed to Delta, right? You might feel a little funky. Joe Rogan's producer, young Jamie has had three times this past year where he had a crappy day, a little bit of a mild headache, kind of felt like allergies. And then the next day when he showed up for work, his antibodies were off the chart because he got exposed, right? Right. But my, again, my main point is, and Malone talked about it, the government is acknowledging it. If this thing's not attacking your chest, I don't care if it's a descendant of COVID-19. It ain't the same thing. It's not. It's evolved in just like they told us it would into a common cold. Anyway. So. Yeah, which is why, and we did hit on it uh, in the last uh, show, which is why, like the NFL has changed their stance. No more, right. uh, no more quarantining for ten days. You can come back after five if you're symptom free because it's a cold. That being said, the Delta variant is still out there. Malone points out the majority, almost all of the hospitalizations that we're seeing right now are the Delta variant. They're not the Omicron variant. Right. So people, if you do get sick and you feel real bad, and all of a sudden you can't breathe. You need to take care of the situation. Omicron is mild. Hopefully, as hell. you can find a doctor will that not will kill you. Give you the cocktail of hydroxychloroquine, yeah, ivermectin, and let's Hopefully let's get into can. this now because the absurdity of what the government is doing with the monoclonal antibodies is mind blowing. Chisholm, we know that it's the most effective treatment, but for some reason, well, I don't. I think it's like three hundred million doses that the government already purchased but they're unwilling to give them out why are they not why are they not helping people why is the government not helping americans and it's not just in our country it's a global thing being punished the, it, dude. It, it, and 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 he said which i listened the whole three hours which that's a lot for me to to do that i know you do it regularly do you listen to it at double speed or something i mean like i, I listen to it just in normal and I've tried. I've, I've tried Whatever. that on when I listen to an audible uh, book. Yeah, I crank it up to at least like one and a quarter. Um, I I can't really listen to podcasts that fast like that. Yes, yeah. you know. Well, 
I mean, what? I don't listen to usually that length of a podcast in like one sit, right? I'm but, glad that I, yeah, it took me two or three, yeah. but I'm glad I made it to the end because the end was very fire telling point about how what they've done in the last two years. And, and, and the onion is, the layers are just starting to be peeled back here, but it is making people lose faith in medicine. Yes. How could it not? Like, we 100% know that there's treatments that work. We're not going to give them to you because no one gets rich that way. How could anyone trust the just medicine in general again after what's happened? Like I I told I, we've I've talked about it on the show. I don't trust my doctor anymore. Like he's a yeah, he's you a shouldn't sheep. trust your doctor. He's a coward. I know if I got Delta right now, which I don't think I will. But he wouldn't give me that cocktail. He no. wouldn't give it to me. There's no way. No. In fact, but, he'd probably scold you from the way you've talked about him. Yeah, but so so we know the government's purchased all of these monoclonal antibody treatments, won't distribute them. Like oh oh, I was uh, deer hunting with my buddy uh, Greg Pavor the other day. Went to uh, to his place for a couple days, into the season to try to get a buck, and his wife is nine months pregnant. They both got COVID. He was denied antibody treatment. And they gave it to her because she was pregnant. But but he was like, but but why was I sick for 12 days with Delta when I could have just gotten the, the treatment? I went in and sought the treatment on day two, and they wouldn't give it to me. And he's you know people who, three years old. Like, why? What's <clears throat> He felt like crap. People who have been fighting against uh, true socialized uh, health care in this country for years have talked about death panels and medical rationing. That's what this is. But it's not based on supply and demand. It's based on punishment. You think yeah. New York State has a shortage of monoclonal antibodies? I haven't no. seen that in the news. Dude, the government admitted months ago, the administration acknowledged they were going to ration the state of Florida's antibodies because Texas, they weren't taking proper precautions to protect them people. Oh, so we're going to endorse freedom. And because of that, you're going to punish us and let people die. Cool. Thanks. Thanks, Did, Brandon. You saw what the French president said this week on, on this topic. Yeah, you don't get to be a Frenchman anymore if you won't take the shot or something. Yes, he's he's calling the unvaccinated non-citizens. And his yeah. goal is to harass them and make their life miserable enough to where they finally just give in and take the jab. <laughs> But so here's the here's our government with all of the treatments stockpiled. We're not going to give them to you. Oh, and by the way, Pfizer's coming out with this pill, and we're not we're going to make it illegal. Did I? I don't remember if he used the term illegal. He might. Doctor Mullen might have said it's illegal now to prescribe hydroxychloroquine. He said something of the effect where you basically you can't prescribe it, and I don't. I mean. That also is mind blowing. How all of these experts agree, all the ones who are now being uh, basically put on trial, <laughs> the ones who are willing to speak out against the mob mentality of what's taken over modern medicine. Medicine, uh, but yeah, he said, uh, "What did he say? Help me out here." Just drew, drew a head of I don't necessarily card. remember the exact point on this, but I know I've, if I've said it once, I've said it a dozen times, and both Malone, but especially McCullough, made the point. This the most sinister thing about this has always been 
the deliberate attempt to thwart treatment. Yeah. Now, oh, yeah. now, yeah. so they have a point. pill now, and right now, Pfizer, like, no Pfizer gets to get in on the treatment, and so now we have a treatment. Yeah. And guess what? It's probably it's probably a molecular combination of ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine together. Oh, you can bet we your just, ass we just smooshed them together, and now we have this genius, brilliant new invention. Pfizer mectin, Babylon B. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> they called it six months ago. Yep. Sure <laughs> as hell did. Um, all right. So some of the other things that he said, you sent me a text and said this is the most important podcast ever. Would but you, you also sent that about McCullough. And now it's it like, was. Now, he just now we're Joe just keeps just Joe just keeps uh, like I said, he's gone supernova, man. Every week it's just bigger and better. <laughs> and so and then and then I'm looking on my Instagram feed the other day. And he has on uh, a guy, which now I've got to now I have to do this. Abramson one, or whatever the Abramson. The, yep, he's a Harvard professor who's who also also maybe a doctor. I think an incredibly doctor. disturbing deep dive into the inner workings of pharmaceutical companies and how they distort data and cost lives. That's right. The, the new episode with John Abramson. So now here's this is like a trifecta of must listens on this topic in this pandemic that's been ruling our lives for the last two years. Uh, so now I'm gonna have to listen to that one, but uh, but yeah. So what what are the what are some of the other bullet points from from Doctor Malone that you? Oh, I know what for, for sure the Trusted News Initiative, hmm. which was something that we have not talked about on this show. But I'll let you break that down. Yeah, I mean, basically, it is this. You're well aware of it, right? Uh, the Trusted News in- Initiative I would describe as a cabal. Um, to use the, the the terminology that Time Magazine used to tell us how they cheated the election <laughs> in February of last year, <clears throat> it's a cabal a cabal of corporate news, corporate media outlets. Think the Times, the Post, CNN, MS. I mean, all of right, all of the ones we know are full of shit. Minus you know Fox News, which is full of shit in a different way. They've all come together under this thing called the Trusted News Initiative. So they have like conferences i know last uh i know that when they kicked it off in like 2018 or 2019 you know they they would held these huge week-long you know gala conference things in dc or or wherever and it's an international uh sort of consortium of all these news organizations who are saying um we have to combat misinformation and disinformation from podcasts and other internet sources because we are the purveyors of truth. We are the keepers of the uh, light and uh, only our uh, facts and opinions matter. Uh, doesn't matter that we have to recant like half of everything we ever say um, because, you know, that's how the truth comes out is like, oh, we, we F it up and we fumble, but then, you know, we'll, we'll kind of clean it up on page 35. If you're Rachel Maddow, you just never do. You just yeah. never acknowledge the fact that people weren't dying in Oklahoma from overdosing on horse medication. You just get to go move on with life because she's not really a news person anyway. That's uh, but anyway, the Trusted News Initiative, dude, to, to sum it up, is the Ministry of Truth from 1984. That's exactly where, what it is. where are they based out of? They're not based out anywhere. It's, it's all of those news organizations just coming together under one umbrella to collude on what is true. It's, col- it's a collusion BBC, racket, but- man. I'm sure they're involved. Too. I think, I mean, I, yeah, I'm sure they have a headquarters. It's based out of D.C., but it's an international conglomeration of all of the big media companies who are, like I said, colluding to dictate what is allowed to be said. 
and believed. It is a complete and total utter crock of shit, especially given that every single one of those news outlets spent four years trying to brainwash society into believing that Donald Trump got peed on by Russian hookers and that Hillary Clinton's campaign had nothing to do with the Russian collusion hoax. When in fact, now we know she paid for it. I'm, we still need another shoe to drop in that uh, investigation. Those though. shoes are coming. I haven't heard much on that. And we did a we did an entire episode on, uh, I forget the name of the guy, but... Well, John Durham is the name of the Durham, federal yeah. prosecutor, but the yeah. uh, Michael Sussman indictment is probably, that's where we jumped off on it. That's the attorney who went to the FBI's general counsel and told him he was there as a concerned citizen and did not represent anybody as while he, he was being paid. Divul- while he was billing Hillary While he was campaign. billing Hillary Clinton for the meeting. That's right. Yeah. While he turned over to them a dossier of lies, straight up lies and fabrications, John Durham has the receipts that show that tech executives and this guy Sussman were ex- describing in a series of emails how all of this is BS and we have to manipulate it to make it seem like there was this backroom communication channel between Russia and Trump that didn't actually exist while he was delivering that to the new to the FBI and claiming he was there on his own. He's billing Hillary Clinton for the time. Mm. Beautiful. So anyway, let's get back to Malone. We can't just trust- the news initiative is a is a cabal of liars that are that their 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 job is to execute what Malone unveiled to the world as mass formation psychosis, which if you've been listening to no agenda, they brought that shit up six months ago. But which I have been listening. Never mind. Yeah. So no, you I mean, can't all, trust all. the media and you can't trust certainly police. can't trust the trusted news initiative. Trust the trusted news. Do not trust, trust us the because trusted. we're telling you what we're saying is true. And if you if you don't agree, well, how about our fact checkers will tell you it's true, just like on Facebook and Instagram. Our fact checkers said, Oh, well, who are your fact checkers? Are they it's, a third party? Oh, no, no, no. They're they're on our page. Oh, yeah, all the fact checkers <laughs> are on it too, for sure. It's the in Newspeak, it's the double untrust fake news uh propaganda initiative here it's such a weird time that we live in because you can't trust anything you can't trust the news you no. can't trust doctors can't trust doctors can't trust well never could trust politicians, trust the so government so. because clearly they don't give a crap about you because they have the recipe to save your life they won't give it to you oh, take this shot that you don't need and right. get boosted in perpetuity i just i love how they're like i love how everybody's like oh i had a mild case because i had the shots Oh, boy! Y'all, yeah, well, well, whatever. Um, oh, but there's a couple friends, more things. Then our I've, friends are like, "Oh, well, we're sick for two days because we got the shot." <laughs> well, that's how sick I was for from having COVID in December of 2020. What I'm saying, dude. I, clearly, the, the buddy I was just referencing was was he feels worse than you felt when we recorded when you had the I guess original variant last Thanksgiving, Thanksgiving yeah. of 2020. Um, I wanted to throw a couple more out. Another f- friend of mine and, and his wife, who we've been friends since junior high, um, go back to like last summer, I visited them in Austin. They just moved to our community. It's really cool. But they had been very much propagandized. She caught COVID and got really, really sick, man. She was losing her hair for like six months. So she had weird long haul COVID symptoms. So I- Pre-existing conditions or no? none that that they've necessarily told me about you know um um yeah i don't don't want to go there let's just say um she had a rough case Mm -hmm. um so so they had it in their house and my buddy 
best friend since seventh grade well after that decided he'd get the shots and then she took the shots because if you remember and i don't hear this anymore so they must be over this but it, well in fact malone mentioned it malone took the shots after having had a severe case of covid that almost killed him yeah because there was a theory that maybe that would help with long covid doesn't ivermectin is more effective against long covid it made him very sick yeah the shots effed him up too right well so she took the shots. Thankfully, she didn't have a real hard reaction to the shots, at least not that I'm aware of. And she finally has stopped. Her hair has stopped falling out. She, she's feeling better. Good. Um, but I had started piping up this summer when I was over visiting their house. And Aaron, I wasn't supposed to say his name, but that's all I got. Okay. <laughs> My buddy says, uh, yeah, well, we've had the shots. So kind of like Aaron. winking a nod, yeah. like, dude, shut up. Right. Like, stop. And, and I did. I was like, okay, you know. Well, fast forward to last weekend and they're at the ranch with me and we sort of start talking about these things again. And he's like, you know, he's like, I, he, he said, we've talked about it and we don't think we're going to give, they've got two daughters that are in the age of our kids and we don't think we're going to give them the shots. And I was like, dude, you, you shouldn't. And, you know, <clears throat> so the good thing is since this summer, they've become aware of some of these issues. And then he admits to me that he's had shoulder and like joint pain ever since he had it. Oh, joint pain. That sounds familiar. My wife yep. has mm -hmm. uh, complained yeah. about and, that. And I mean, he's not even really in denial about like he threw it out there as this started when I got those shots. Right. Yeah. He had like an achy shoulder for a while. And then that seems to have spread. I didn't get too far into details with him, but yeah. Yeah. Thank God my wife is not uh, planning on getting boosted. She is. Yeah. Thank God. Uh, she had hard reactions to both of the injections, didn't she? I mean, already had it. no, I think it was more of a long term. But like, she did, didn't it? One of them knocked her on her ass. Maybe it was the second yeah, one. Yeah, she, she felt bad for like a day, maybe two. Well, I mean, but, you know. But I don't I mean that seems pretty typical for most people, a lot of people. Uh, Especially people who've had the shots, as we've described. The, Malone pointed out again, and Fauci himself pain. has admitted you have a two to four higher chance of, of feeling crappy, not like dying, but of feeling crappy if you've already had the virus and you take the stupid shots. Yeah. Yeah. I still, I still want to, I still say if you're over 60 years old or you're in terrible, bad health, these shots seem to have some effect, but at the same time, now that we're, this thing has devolved the thing being the virus into a common cold. If you're still alive today, you're probably going to be all right. <laughs> you know, it's just, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, they can still get Delta and die. I, I, I would Delta like, sucks. you know, like I wish it was available. Like I said, it almost killed my mom. Wish that. The yeah. shot would have been available for the 65 and up crowd before uh, everybody got got sick in, in our family. Right. Uh, but yeah, for the rest of us, one of the things uh, Malone brought up, sorry, I didn't mean to cut you off, was that um, there's a study, I think he specifically said out of Denmark, it might have been Holland, that indicates that the more of these shots you've had, the more likely you are to get uh, the Delta, I mean, not Delta, to get Omicron. Omicron. Yeah. yeah. And I found an article in the New York Times, which I think I published to our Justified Pursuit page yesterday. Going Congratulations, back. by the way, just <laughs> finally popped his cherry and actually started contributing to our Instagram page. So we appreciate that. You're the social media guy. I'm the show notes guy. But, I <laughs> I know, but, but here's the difference is that now you I'm have your own personal page. Where you're posting all this great content on, but you, you host this podcast and it's like, put that over there. All right. All right. So, I fixed so good I job. Then. Yeah. Proud of you. Um, the New York Times reported earlier, maybe in like November, that uh, on what's called vaccine resistant, 
basically evolution that via that the as we crank out more and more of these shots and there's data from israel that's indicating this right that the vaccine the virus can become more and more vaccine resistant to the point where you end up with diminishing returns and so malone's saying that and the new york times are uh-huh. saying that that's a possibility oh by the way in this night and on november 27th of 2020 the new york times also published an article that said you can expect these vaccines to cause mutations in the virus Mm. that got memory hold real quick but it's still there i found it anyway so i was playing around on uh duck duck go for the first time because when i looked up mass formation on google (laughs) nothing came up (laughs) it's like no way here we know that this podcast just set the world on fire it should be the leading news story it was that's why they manipulated it something like it instantly at the end, once that episode was released, the most uh, searched phrase on Google was mass formation psychosis. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then Google suppresses it. Right. So, I mean, that was the first and time to I the ever extent went that, and then to DuckDuckGo. The next step, after you tried to look it up, the next step was instead of suppressing it, they started feeding you articles trying to rebut that it was real or rebut that it was had anything to do with Corona. Or just like putting some... Um, fantastical headline up calling dr malone like a kook right yeah kook goes on i mean it was clearly basically. curated the feedback you got but anyway so duck duck go did it give it to you yeah oh yeah that's a i guess if you want to find what's really happening duck right. duck go is like your best option these days so yep. f google um 100 yeah no, i've been duck duck i've used it I, i'll tell you this much i think i've said this on the show if you, you go back about, to talked about it for a while duck duck go yeah well so like last fall not this i keep saying that fall 2020 when they were suppressing the hunter biden laptop story it's been a long two years it has been a long two years (laughs) it reached a point where google i could use a certain search term one day and the next day the same exact search wouldn't give me what i wanted right not it got real bad for a year from there but then here in the last couple of months man all of a sudden i'm having a easier time finding stuff there's been stuff that i have googled in the last two weeks where Stuff that would be would have been blocked two months ago about vaccine complications, anything, anything like that, right? Where all of a sudden, like it should be, fifty percent of the stories that I find are uh, the you know the narrative approved, and the other fifty percent are the counter narrative. So I, it seems to me there's this coordinated effort to begin uh, dissolving the veil, right? Because as Fauci has been going on television for two weeks now, spouting. It's about time for us to start living with this. It's no longer helping the party. It certainly isn't helping Biden. The one thing he was polling strongly on in June of this year was his COVID response. Now it's like his second lowest whoa, approval whoa, whoa, rating. Whoa, 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 What COVID response? He just said. Dude, it was a hoax, he just right? Said it, the other day, and we haven't talked about this because we didn't do a show over the new year. Uh, it's now the state's deal. Right. This like right. the federal government but, is. Dude, Half the country, half the country wants the government to solve this problem because they're dumb enough to think that it can. Right. So when he was being super authoritarian and demanding that OSHA regulate every business in America, those that half was like, yay. When I say it was his highest approval rating, it was 55 percent. He wasn't killing it with that. Not 80 percent of Americans were down with it. Right. Because it's one area where even a lot of conservatives, particularly older conservatives who are scared to death of dying from this thing. We're like, yeah, we should be doing more, right? And he seemed to be doing more. But none of that crap worked, right? 
And fast forward to now, and he's just passing the buck off and being like, well, hell, there's nothing we can do about it anyway. But you told us you were going to stop this thing, Joe. You had a plan. Well, right. yeah, well now I'm going to let the governors. Oh, okay. So like DeSantis, where there's freedom and there's now politicians just flocking to Florida for vacation. Politicians that are on the left. Well, I think we'll get about that. We'll, we'll talk more about that in the next episode. Um, I did want to mention, though, another thing that Malone said, which I thought was telling there's a lot of studies being done on vaccine side effects for kids. Not a lot being done on adults because Joe asked him very pointedly, why is this only affecting kids like the myocarditis? Um, I was possible. just about to bring up the same point. Yeah. yeah. And he's like, I, Joe, I, I don't believe that that's reality. I think that we're older. We are more susceptible to heart attacks, to strokes, to various other things that can hurt us or kill us and they're not always associated with the vaccine because maybe it's a month after you had the vaccine and you you know you have a stroke or you know something else happens well that statistically isn't reported as a side effect of the vaccine even though it's very likely that that's it was. right if you yeah. fall dead if you're 55 years old and the of a body mass index that means you should probably take the shots and you drop dead nine days later of a heart attack i would venture to guess two-thirds of the doctors in america you know doctors or whoever the hell determines cause of death right will list that as natural cause heart attack right when but, in but reality, you were 55 and fat before you took the shot and the only thing that changed right. they're doing the same thing with the miscarriages man they've been doing the same thing with miscarriage i want everybody so i was thinking maybe we can just split this thing in two and kind of have a natural transition into the new government narrative instead of stopping and starting over again. So let's like have this as sort of this transitionary phase. If you're paying attention to the government narrative right now, felt, you know, as it comes through mainstream media, it's changing pretty dramatically. All of a sudden we're expected to uh, understand that like childhood hospitalizations aren't necessarily because of COVID they're with COVID because the kid sprained his ankle or broke his arm. Right. And he got tested and he was positive, even though he wasn't sick. Right. These are things that those of us who are awake have been saying since like June of 2020, right? So mark yeah. what I'm saying right now down as one of those things you'll see coming out in the not too distant future. People in their 50s, maybe even in their 40s, but sure, for sure 50 and up that have died of cardiac issues within a few weeks to a month or so of having had a shot, doctors starting to dig in and understand, you know, researchers digging in and look and say, is there a correlation to the shots, right? Miscarriages. You go back almost a year now, probably. There have been doctors all over the country and nurses all over the country pointing out that they're seeing exorbitant, like extraordinary rates of miscarriage. The ones that are willing to pay attention and that are awake, right? Where other doctors are saying, yeah, miscarriages happen. It's got nothing to do with the shot and they won't even enter it into VARES, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, there uh, back, dude, back, I know in the summer of 2020, I listened to a doctor who is a world renowned OBGYN on No Agenda, world renowned, impeccable credentials. They do this, they did the same thing to her that they did to Dr. Scott Atlas, who joined the Trump team in 2020, that they've been doing to Malone and McCullough and all these others, right? This woman was top of her class, top of the field globally as a female healthcare. Uh, reproductive 
provider, right? She's now been turned into a quack. She was explaining that there is this obvious, what they call signal in the research world, right? Of menstrual problems mm-hmm. following these shots. I may have said this before on the show, yeah, but I'm not this isn't you. breaking news. Like we've we've been fearful of this for a while. Like if you're a woman trying to sorry, a guy on my soccer team who is I would say right there with me as far as not interested in any vaccine being put into his body. And and he was like, and certainly not my wife's because he's 33 and he's like, we want to have another kid. And this is, this is something he's been saying for 18 months. He's like, or, well, no, I guess a year vaccines came out about a year ago this time. Uh, He's like, yeah. And, but our goalie is the most pro vaccine guy all time. Like, Oh yeah, I'm going to get my kids vaccinated guy. And then Shane and I over here, well, that's really stupid, but okay. stupid. Yeah. So, well, right. So, so, you, you can go back well over a into into earlier in 2020 yeah. and there were these doctors saying we're seeing these weird menstrual anomalies and miscarriages but where somebody gets the shot and all of a sudden within 48 hours they start like they might be right in the middle of their cycle some ladies like in the middle of her 28 day cycle and she has the heaviest clumpiest weirdest period she's ever had out of nowhere but even more shockingly that lady described that women who had been unvaccinated, but that work or live in close proximity to a woman who had been vaccinated and who had one of these weird periods suddenly had the same thing happen, right? We all know what a cycle sister is, right? Women sync up. I know I got three, (laughs) I got three females living in my house now that all have reached that stage of life. That's only too shy of what it will be eventually. I think the first one will be out. My first daughter will be out of the house by the time my fourth is at that point, which means Ugh. my second might be two now that I think about it. I, I may be that it, uh, three is my cat. No, it'll hit four. No, I'll probably be limited to th- no more than three at any given time. But the way that they'll fix is that a it blessing now. or a curse? You could have one of them like every week of the month or someone's on it or they're all doing at the same time just get I, I think it's like pulling off a band-aid man let's just have a let's just get hell week once a month and knock it out <laughs> anyway <laughs> dude i'm telling you i listened to that podcast last uh or you know in in, in probably mm, april march or april of 2021 and my wife went up to your neck of the woods for this annual photography professional photography week-long uh you know seminar thing that she Uh goes to and her longtime roommate had just had the shots and she mentioned something about those shots and she said the lady's face just like she'd had it like the week before and the lady's face just went white right fast forward to she got home she had finished her cycle the day she left okay ashley's you know pretty regular as far as that goes always within a couple days yeah so so one week into her cycle she comes home and ends up with the weirdest, bloodiest, craziest period she's had in like, ever a week into her cycle. Right. And I immediately, I was like, Ashley, you have to listen to this. And I found that segment of that No Agenda podcast and I played it for her and she was like, holy shit, right? I yeah. say all that to say there were doctors and women across this country that for a year were saying that's a real thing. And I'm pretty sure I've got this in the show notes. If I don't, it'll be in this episode. But in August of this year, this past year, I'm sorry, August of 21, a year after people had been claiming these things, certainly six months, the NIH funded a $3 million study to study menstrual, you know, 
menstrual complications from these shots. Right now, as we speak, Anthony Fauci's organization is funding a long-term study to understand what these shots do to menstruation. But don't worry about it. A lot like myocarditis, it's just a temporary thing. Why even bother with the study? Because if the data shows something that they don't want us to see, they'll just suppress it. Or they're manipulated. Right, or they'll... Or a they'll... lot of what uh, Dr. Malone said in the thing was their ability to manipulate data. Right. To... Or they engineer a counter study. They engineer a study yeah. that's just like what they did with ivermectin, right? The way that they've thwarted ivermectin, anybody who's following the ivermectin and hydroxychloroquine story knows that you got to get that crap in you as fast as possible. In fact, it's better off if you've had a, you know, a few doses before you're, uh, before you're exposed, right? But for sure, within the first like 24 to 48 hours of symptoms, you got to get ivermectin in you or it's too late because what it does is it stops the virus from replicating. Once the virus has already fully hammered you and is like bled out throughout your body, it's too late for ivermectin, right? So how do you thwart ivermectin uh, efficacy? You just design a study that has no time period, you know, and you say we gave it it to somebody. If you're hospitalized already, ivermectin can't help you. Right. So they look and they say, well, it didn't save all these people who are already hospitalized because it won't. And that's how they thwart it. So yeah. not only do they manipulate data, dude, they straight up lie about it. This other guy, Abramson, who's come on since Malone with Rogan, who you mentioned, mentioned a minute ago, explains in excruciating detail because he's been an expert witness in federal uh, federal criminal prosecutions against Pfizer. All of these companies, not Moderna, because Moderna is a brand new company that has exactly one product. <clears throat> He's been an expert witness in federal court cases against these companies, knows the ins and outs of how they lie about these things. And dude, I guess we haven't even talked about this yet, but he points it out in that episode. Even this drug, what these companies do is they farm out the research to a third party. But at the end of the day, the government holds Pfizer responsible, even if the third party manipulates the data because it's Pfizer's data, right? There's a firm here in Texas that has been you know, credibly accused by a British newspaper, in fact, for having mishandled data, unblinded patients, doing all sorts of stuff with the actual trial data that went into the damn emergency youth authorizations, man. This is a company, Pfizer, has been fined in the last 20 years $3.2 billion. I say fine. That's a combination of criminal penalties, 1.5 roughly billion in criminal penalties, and another two something billion in civil liability, meaning to you know payouts to people who had been hurt by their drugs, dude. For things Brought like to you by Pfizer violation of the False Claims Act, deliberately rigging information. That doctor points to an email that came out in one of these things. They were promoting a drug that had basically zero efficacy, and it was hurting more people than it was helping. Yeah. This doctor or this, 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 this executive at Pfizer sends an email out saying it's really unfortunate that we're seeing all of these uh, adverse effects, but this thing is going to sell great and going to make a lot of money. Straight up said that. Yeah. Like you got like it in the email right now. Like the smoking well, gun email. That whistleblower, the girl's family, um, unfortunately, I think she was, what, 13 years old, 14 years old. I forget her name, yep. but it's well documented now because they came out and said what happened. Yep. She gets the shot, and what was like pretty immediate. The reaction was paralyzed, yeah, was paralyzed yeah. in a wheelchair for the rest of her life. Well, in the analysis, what they presented as a result of the study, 
They said it was a stomach ache. Yep. A stomach. Yep. She's paralyzed from your shot that you gave her. That's right. Stomach ache. Yep. Fudging the data. No accountability because they're the ones that have they fund the research. And it's just like their own it's their own fact checkers. Going back to that. Dude. And the crazy There's thing no is no checks if, and balances here. If I'm not mistaken, he points out that there were only a thousand kids in that study, right? Yeah. So if there was a case of paralysis, one out of a thousand, then statistically legally speaking, the potential for paralysis is one out of a thousand. Right. That's a pretty high percentage. It's a hell of a lot higher than the percentage of people, certainly kids, dying from this thing, which is, you know, one in the tens of millions. Maybe not quite that. One in a million, anyway. Um, another thing worth pointing out and why they want to push these vaccines on our kids so hard. And I heard this on No Agenda. Uh, and it was, I think it's something that Robert Kennedy said in that book, mm -hmm. uh, the real Anthony Fauci. Well, why do they want to get these things pushed on our kids? Why are they trying, why are school districts trying to mandate that you have to take the shot to go to school? Well, he said that, and I had no idea that this was true, and I bet most people don't either, but he said that if they get this passed permanently for five to 11-year-olds, it ab absolves them of all legal responsibility of having to pay out any kind of monetary compensation if you had an adverse reaction. That's right. Across so, the board, so, whether you're 80 or whether you're eight years old, if this thing is approved four, five, two, I mean, it is approved, they can get it. But I, so I don't know where the technicality is there. But if it is 100% a go for five to 11 year olds across the board, they're absolved from any kind of uh, negative ramifications going forward as far as having to be held financially responsible for their product harming someone. Let, let me let me lay it out as I understand it, but with the caveat that this might not be exactly how it is. So maybe we'll try to dig it up and clarify it some. But the drugs are under emergency use authorization. Yeah. <laughs> Before I get down that, apparently, okay, you remember in September, October-ish, they finally approved, fully, quote, approved the Pfizer shots, but under the rebranded name of uh, Co... Uh, you know what I'm talking about? They, they, they have a new name for it. It's no longer just the, the Pfizer COVID-19 shot mm -hmm. which was the eua but it's called like covent co i guess it doesn't matter something that starts with a c um comernity comernity is the name okay. of the fully fda approved shot immediately conspiracy theorists wackos like me started accusing started pointing out why why does this why didn't they just approve what was already there they're claiming that they approved the drug but yet they had to rebrand it. Is it a different drug? This is weird, right? There was a whole bunch of people speculating that it's strange that it, a different, you know, and then and then the dismissal was, no, 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 it's just because this is the brand name, right? It's like, you know, Viagra is the brand name, but now there's a dozen pills that are generic versions of Viagra, right? Yeah. Also a Pfizer product. <clears throat> um, Comernity apparently is not available in the United States. Can't get it. All the shots that are being given are still the ones Wait, that are Pfizer's, the original. Pfizer's responsible for, for Viagra. Dude, McCullough <laughs> and M Malone. 
I didn't yeah, know that. Well, at least they're doing dude. something good, keeping guys' dicks hard for them. Yeah, but... Pfizer. Yeah, yeah, I mean, you've s- brought seen to you the by little Pfizer. logo. It's the same. Hard, the, 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 the Pfizer logo is almost the same as the, as the Viagra I guess pill. I guess you've seen color. more Viagra than I have, so I don't know. I don't know what you're talking about. I've got testosterone <laughs> shots for that. <laughs> um, I have seen them, but not out of, out of any and, and not out of any need. Mm. Stumbled upon one once upon a time. Anyway, um, so apparently, so like I said, McCullough mentions this, but he doesn't dive into it. And Malone kind of touches on it. And I've I haven't fully dived into it myself, but apparently you can't get Comernity yet. And I think the reason is what, and this is what, and I haven't gone back and listened. I don't know that he addresses this in that, in his book, but Bobby Kennedy, they pulled a clip in no agenda from a conversation he had with Jordan Peterson's daughter, Michaela, who has her own show. And that's where he explains this, this liability thing, right? So Comernity has been fully approved for, I think, 17 and up, Uh something like that. Um, it's got an age bracket, right? Um, but they're not, they're not giving it to us. And they say it's because of, there's still plenty of EUA shots and there, there's a lack of supply of the new community shots. The EUA granted liability protection because, and, and there, there's some sense to this, right? If we have a true pandemic emergency and we're going to roll an experimental drug out to try to combat it, I understand conceptually giving the company that made it some liability because they haven't been able to fully test it yet. Right. Right. What you can't defend is then requiring people to take it, which is a violation of the Geneva convention forcing or, you know, coercing people into an experiment, but that's a side issue. So they have this liability protection from the federal government under the emergency use authorizations. It's important to note there's a multi hundred million dollar fund of federal taxpayer dollars set aside for people who are injured by this. And by the way, they've paid out. I don't remember the number, but there, I saw an article in the Washington post about the many millions of dollars that have been paid out for vaccine injuries from these shots under the emergency use authorization. You but the money comes from the government. Find from- that information. Like I'm surprised that the Washington post even has an article yeah. on that because I haven't seen anything. About the article that. actually was trying to let people know about it. Because it has not, they admitted it probably has not been, it's not well enough known that it's there, right? They were basically saying, hey, all who, everybody who's skeptical about Pfizer not having liability, well, here's all this money for you, so stop worrying about it. There's a whole bunch of money. That was the way it was. That was the, the point, right? It's like, yeah. you shouldn't worry about the fact that these, fi- that these companies aren't liable because the government's got money for you. You just need to call them. That was the point of the article. So to, mm-hmm. to, to you know, take the shine off of it, right? Anyway. So what, what, what Bobby Kennedy is claiming is that once any drug is fully approved for children basically ages one day and up, that should that basically means, if the FDA was a legitimate regulator anymore, that that is truly a safe drug. And basically, the FDA has given it its gold seal of approval, which now instead of gold kind of looks like poo. Right. And therefore... That company is shielded from liability. Um, and, and again, there's this government funding, I suppose. There's probably some language in the statute that says if you have enough case, like I know for sure if 50, 50 people die, any drug that has ever caused 50 deaths has been pulled from the market. We already learned that from, mm-hmm. I think that was McCullough. It was. Right. <clears throat> so it's not a hard and fast forever rule, but it does grant liability protection. You can use, if it's approved for kids, 
you can give it to anybody for any reason, and it's considered safe, right? So if comirnaty is only available currently as fully approved for adults, they're no longer protected under the emergency use authorization liability shield. And they're not yet protected under the, this has been approved for children, so we can give it to everybody protection shield. Okay. So they're not giving it to anybody. Makes so, sense. Yeah. And so again, the, the, so, so then you, so you have these different gates by which you can get into liability. Protection. Tell me your product doesn't work without telling me your product doesn't work. <laughs> <laughs> we're not going to, we have it, <sighs> but we're not going to give it to you. Unlike the government who has monoclonal antibodies, that we know well, but we're not going to give it to you. Yep. yep. It's like, we only want to give it to you if it's, we know it's going to maybe kill you and put money in our pockets. Okay. Dude, just and if we can get away with it. Yesterday, the FDA approved boosters for kids 12 to 17. Mm. Those, that age class has only been allowed to get shots for a few months, right? To your point about tell me your vaccine doesn't work without telling me your vaccine doesn't work. If your 15-year-old kid needs three shots in six months and they're already talking about a fourth for certain people, maybe your vaccine doesn't work. Oh, you know what else is funny? You, something that you we Go ahead. I'll, I'll come back to this because we didn't. Uh, well, you can go all the way back to last summer when data started coming out of the UK that people were still dying from Delta, even fully vaccinated, right? And we, we talked about, and I think I linked in one of those episodes around maybe June, an article dismissing that as... Well, yeah, but most of those deaths are among really old people or people with really compromised immune systems. So the people that were dying already? The same crew that was dying all along. So yeah. how's it helping? Yeah. I'm still confused. So I, I think that's been the case since day one. One thing we kind of skirted around, but we didn't actually like say it out loud. And, and you were kind of going there, but I, I think we got derailed. So happens much, much like the flu shot, a lot of times you get a flu shot and you still get the flu. Okay. Yep. And, and you were talking about the virus mutating and stuff, but we never really connected the dots to the fact that they're vaccinating you for this virus, but they're vaccinating you against an obsolete strain. Like that's right. Like, so that was, I just wanted to make that point. Like, wow. well, and the, so the, so the administration's claiming the same thing with regard to the monoclonal antibodies, the government is now acknowledging that there is such a thing as vaccine uh, resistant, uh, basically, you know, uh, evolution of, the, of these viruses, right? If you, same thing with antibiotics, right? If you overuse and over prescribe antibiotics, then the bacteria evolves to, you know, get around it. The vaccine's doing, the virus is doing the same thing with the vaccines. So the government is saying if Omicron is the primary culprit out there, it has changed enough that the monoclonal antibody stockpile we have, which was geared towards initially the original and then I think towards Delta, won't be effective enough against Omicron. And all we'll be doing then is causing Omicron to evolve into something that is even more resilient to the monoclonal antibodies. Um, yeah. But <laughs> if it evolves into something that's more resilient, but even less severe of a disease, then who really gives a crap? Well, dude, you can go all the way back to some of our very first episodes on this. When I was making the point, and I've made it. To, I, I wonder if we're better now, or if we're the same, or well, at if this. Someone, if someone, no, we're I better we're at better, this. But 
Well, yeah, you are. Okay. I mean, I've been doing this a long time, but uh, no, you've been stellar it, since it, day one. It would be long. interesting to know, like someone that actually listened to our first couple episodes. Please leave us and a rating one, and would, a review and talk. And it would be interesting about. to air the one that never aired when I showed up drunk to do the first one. <laughs> yeah, that was, that I don't know that I was crazy. drunk when we started, but I proceeded to be. Like, I was no, you were drunk it, when we started. I remember. I was taking like, it not very seriously. Had four like, or five beers already by the time uh, we got on the call. Chisholm wants to do a podcast. We've been talking about doing this. Um, all right, let's do it at eight o'clock at night and see how 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 this goes. Didn't go well. There was <laughs> there was a lot of but Trump is awesome. <laughs> Something to that effect. That was basically all you had that day. Yeah, a bag <laughs> of nothing. Um, yeah, but yeah. Certainly, I think it, it's certainly different if you went back and listened to episode one versus sixty. Uh, hopefully, for the better. And uh, leave us a rating and a review and tell us how we're doing it at, at uh, what what trajectory we're on. Okay. We're using the F word a lot less, and Cable's talking. Uh, I don't in, think in, I've said it in the last two episodes. He's being much more. Uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? He's not being quite so overt when he does to get into his personal sex life stuff. That's going to happen tonight. A lot, by the a way. lot of comments. About we're going to be spread. All right, stop, stop, stop. Omicron all over that thing. So, yeah. <laughs> anyway, my point is back then, I've, I've said since day one that the freak out mass formation psychosis over this thing to me had a lot to do with the fact that this country has suddenly, because we've abandoned God, got a fear of death that's irrational and, and, uh, and, and basically pointless because we're all going to die. And that's just all there is to it. And every single time we get in a vehicle, it could potentially happen. You know, a damn meteor could hit our house. Anything, anything can take us out at any given time. Right. Well, that has yeah. evolved into now we're not even afraid of dying because Omicron doesn't kill you. And there's all these treatments available. And supposedly the shots are an effing miracle and nobody will die from them anymore or die from the Delta variant. If they've had the shots, we've gone from everybody's afraid of dying to nobody's allowed to get sick anymore. Like nobody's allowed to get sick anymore. But coming full circle, Fauci has now got new marching orders. It is clear. Check out our YouTube page, or our, our not our YouTube, our uh, Instagram. Justified, yeah, our Instagram Justified Pursuit page, where we've got Fauci explaining how, you know, it's probably at a point now, uh, George Stephanopoulos, where we probably need to be worrying less about case counts because so many people are vaccinated and boosted. And because Omicron appears, let's not get too far ahead of ourselves, but appears to not be super serious, we should stop focusing on case counts and focus on hospitalizations. Again, nothing is more maddening and <laughs> just like, uh, what, what, um, what's that? We've talked about it before. What do, they, what do you call it when somebody deliberately drives you crazy? Um, gaslighting? Nothing is more gaslighting for my brain than to hear Fauci six, eight, nine, 12 months after smart people had made certain points, then making the exact same point. So we're no longer needing, we're supposed to be worried about cases. We should be worried about hospitalizations. Should have always been the case. Um, oh, guess what? On Wait, December whoa, 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 31st. What about preventing hospitalizations? There's a novel effing idea. Right, which we could do if we treat people. Right. You know. Then on December 31st, the, FD, the CDC formally revised guidance to uh no longer promote the pcr test methodology so everybody who's been tested which is everybody who's listening at some point or another normally got a 15 minute 
test called a rapid antigen test. I wonder if there is a person out there listening who has not had to get tested. How many Can't Americans? Imagine. Again, have if not you if you've never been tested, leave us a review. <laughs> been tested. I would. Yeah, I'd like to know how you've gotten through the last two years of your life yeah. without having to take a COVID test. That'd be a freaking I don't think there's modern miracle. I, I can't imagine there's anybody. Unless you are hermit. Maybe some, there's probably I mean, kids. Anybody over 18, anyway. <sighs> anyway, um, God dang it. What was I talking about? Here you do everyone again. Man, I need some alpha brain. Um, testing PCR. Yeah. So you would have gotten a rapid antigen test, which gives you results in 15 minutes, but then that would have been backed up, which happened for you and your wife when y'all caught it, mm. by the PCR test, which is the one that takes about two days to turn around. The PCR test, if you've been listening to No Agenda since about May of 2020, right when this whole thing started, you would know that the actual inventor of the PCR test, who is a Nobel laureate for that particular invention, has said for many, many years about other viruses, uh, HIV in particular, that his test cannot actually, it is a qualitative not quantitative test meaning what it is designed to do is to detect to detect dna mm -hmm. but the mere presence of covid19 dna in your sinuses does not mean you're infected with it particularly given that and we've described this which is why i always I describe positive it. for covid in africa three months after having had covid right because you've been in and out of airports and somebody probably had covid that you came within airspace of Oh, no, no. My, had a little one of the guys of on the trip had COVID. He right. came back in quarantine for 10 days in a hotel. He had, he had a little piece, a little piece of it in your nose. Yeah. But it's even further worse, given the fact that the recommended cycle count. So they run, basically, it's like I've always described it. I don't know if this is fairly accurate, but it's a layman's understanding. This thing basically magnifies the sample over and over and over again. And every time it magnifies the sample, yep. that's called a cycle. So somewhere between 28 and 32 cycles would be the standard for any other disease in any other context. But they have been running cycle counts since this thing started as high as 40 times. The, the more you magnify that sample, the more tiny fragmentary pieces of DNA you're going to find. That's why at this time last year, or maybe even a little longer back than that, there was a point where they were reporting on regular news that 40% of the cases were asymptomatic. And they were calling some of those people potential super spreaders. They stopped talking about that when a mountain of science came out proving there's no such thing as asymptomatic spread. There's not. I'll find it and provide it for any of you who are listening to me who think that I'm full of it. There's not. You can spread it before you're sick from it. But if you never get sick and you tested positive, you generally cannot spread it because right. you're not sick with it. Right. It boils down to what is the definition of infection in the first place right a piece of a piece of virus in your nasal cavity that doesn't make you sick doesn't mean infection to me infection well, means no you've got it replicating in your body and you're sneezing and coughing and losing your sense of smell right so my point is we've all known that forever those of us who have been awake now the cdc saying it because they have removed what was the gold standard status of pcr testing and they have advised healthcare providers all across the country as effective on January or December 31st, rolling into this new year, that they are now to use. There are other testing methodologies out there that are better at diagnosing. And I saw Fauci himself say it, that a PCR test 
is the best way to determine they were using it if you want to be if you want to be charitable they were using it to try to figure out where it was in the country right because if you are if you are able to find fragmentary pieces of a virus even in a person who's not actually sick from said virus then at least you know it's going you know it's potentially going to go around in your community right that's the charitable definition. I wonder if right? they're still requiring the PCR for international travel. Like if they're if they're coming out and saying, "Hey, you know, Rapid's cool. Um, some places are letting you, like employers are letting you do an in-home test, bring the result." I wonder if for international travel, if they're still going to use this antiquated, what we now think is an antiquated way of determining COVID infection. Yeah, I have no idea. I'm not sure what what test. Did you have to get a PCR to fly to Africa, or I thought a rapid test would be going and coming back. No, you no. Okay. Yeah, within yeah, I guess uh, my old man 72 went to hours. Yeah, you had to have a PCR. Yeah. So anyway, um, they're no longer recommending the PCR test because it overcounts cases, right. and they're trying like hell to walk back from cases. Again, check out our Instagram. Fauci said it. On they finally Sunday got to George the point where more cases are not a good thing. Right. That's right. That's, Why? That's it's no longer helping. Right. Right. Uh, in addition, he makes the point specifically about children here in the last week or two. If you if you're paying attention to the news right now, you're seeing that hospitalizations among children are up you know, all over the country. Omicron is Omicron. One the same news organization in one story will tell you Omicron is the least concerning virus you know variant nobody's died from it etc cetera, etc cetera. and then the very next article will be like yet somehow children are going to the hospital with it well guess what fauci let us in on the little secret on that when he points out in fact give me a second because i'm going to read it verbatim do, do, do. when he points out that you went to the hospital with the broken arm and you had headline he- and- headline from newsweek Anthony Fauci downplays child COVID hospitalizations hitting record high. Dr. Anthony Fauci has downplayed concerns about a rise in the number of children in the ho- in, in hospital with COVID as the Omicron variant continues to spread. So are they in it with Omicron? Are they? I don't, I don't understand. Yeah. <clears throat> Speaking to MSNBC, Reliable a guy who was filling in for, for Rachel Maddow named Iman Moy Heldon, who, uh, by the way, has a podcast called American Radical. A news guy on MSNBC has a podcast called American Radical. Probably still an upgrade, though. Uh, Oh, yeah. I mean, he has to be. Says uh, Fauci suggested that some of the children currently being treated. they (laughs) So the article says some, but but make a mental note of that because we're going to get back to that. Some of the children currently being treated at medical facilities were hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. Where have I heard this before about Mm. hospitalizations and deaths? involving covid which is how the cdc counts them he added that some children who are currently listed as being in hospital with covid may actually be receiving treatment for a quote broken leg or appendicitis rather than for a severe reaction to the virus Fais fauci mm-hmm. the white house chief medical advisor also said that while the risk of children getting hospitalized with covid is far lower than for adults and elderly people the numbers would be expected to increase alongside the record-breaking number of new cases recorded in the U.S. and the rest of the world due to the spread of Omicron. So as you pointed out, if this thing spreads at 10, one person to 10 versus one person to three, then, then yeah, you'll see a little uptick in hospitalizations because a shitload more people are catching it. Quantitatively, I love when he starts using fancy vocabulary to confuse you. 
Yes. Quantitatively, you're having so many more people, including, is my Fauci okay or should I just stop? I like it. I'll okay. keep going with it. Including children who are getting infected, Fauci said. When you have such a large volume of infections among children, even with a low level of rate of infection, you're going to still see a lot more children who get hospitalized. The other important thing is that if you look at the children are at the children are hospitalized. Hmm, I wonder if that's a typo. The other important thing is that if you look at the children are hospitalized, many of them are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. Right. What we mean by that is that if a child goes in the hospital, they automatically get tested for COVID and they get counted as a COVID hospitalized individual. When in, fact, when in fact, they may be going in for a broken leg or appendicitis or something like that. So, quote, this is a quote. So it's overcounting the number of children who are hospitalized with COVID as opposed to because of COVID. Right. Bingo. Which we've Again, which my wife's worked in crazy a now, trauma unit at a hospital for I I don't know 15 years. Okay. So COVID happens. She's still seeing trauma patients. Guess what? Unless the kid had a freaking broken arm, you know, and, and had COVID. The kids weren't coming in for COVID. Chisholm, that hasn't changed. Kids are not going to the hospital with COVID. They weren't going with the original strains with the Delta. And they're certainly not going to the hospital because of, well, you call it Omicron, but I still am a hillbilly, I guess I call it Omicron. But My brother-in-law called it the Transformer variant, which I thought was really cute. Uh, to, 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 to wrap it up, thank you, uh, Senator Ted Cruz, for weighing in on this matter. Ted Cruz, a frequent critic of, critic of Fauci, was one of those who condemned the remarks on social media. The Texas Republican suggested such a dismissal of concerns about hospitalized children wouldn't have happened while Donald Trump was president. No doubt. No, 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 no doubt that's true. Now Fauci says this? Is this because pandemic politics have changed for the Biden administration? Cruz tweeted while sharing a clip of the interview. Um, I would contend, yeah. Yeah, that's exactly that's exactly why, dude. So, even worse, man. I wish I could. Let me see if I can. Play let's talk right. dollar bills and what Malone said. Thirty thousand dollars if you go. The government gives you if you get put on a ventilator. Why would we treat you with preventative medication? Because we want you on a ventilator. That gives us thirty thousand dollars. I think it was three thousand dollars if you die of COVID that the hospital just gets. Here's your check. Oh, that person died. Of, wait, that looks like a gunshot wound to his head. Well, yeah, but he had COVID when we did the autopsy. So, boom. Oh, well, here's your COVID check for COVID death. Positive yeah, the COVID financial, the, finan the financial incentives are shocking, man. I forget like the our pediatrician for positive COVID test, but they get paid for that too. Our pediatrician has signs up that say uh, we recommend the shots for your kids, but then you talk to the actual doctors, and they're like, "Yeah, no, we don't." But your yeah. sign says so. Yeah, that's because by promoting it, we we get a little kicker. Oh, they also get paid. The government is paying doctors and hospitals and clinics for the percentage of their patients that are vaccinated. This the, is the incentives. Absolute dude, I, I hope. I, uh, okay, I'm going to tell me, tell me if you can hear this. I want to play one more thing and then, and then I really got to get, but, but this is Fauci further, further explaining how this one is specifically about how, you know, even with Omicron, we should probably be putting kids back in school because what we're finding is um, it's really bad for them to not go to school. Again, really, we know 
we've been saying that. But the funny thing is, and I've heard some of my people make this, you know, people I listen to make this point. You can go back a year ago. And when people would challenge Anthony Fauci on the horrendous economic devastation and depression, et cetera, et cetera, that's being caught, you know, and, and another one of my favorite drug, restaurants drug in my neighborhood just closed this past week because they can't get yeah. people to come to work. I went to the post office the other day, privately owned male America place signs up everywhere. I'm like, what, what happened, Michelle? What happened? To all your like the, the kids, the, the 20 year old kids that worked here. She's like, oh, yeah, they all quit. They don't want to work anymore. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. That's what as a, as a, uh, employer myself, uh, I guess my company is the employer, but as somebody who has a staff, I, I can assure you that it's not easy to get, uh, you know, labor level workers at the moment. Mm. Um, there are still people who not only want to work, but like to work because it gives them meaning. But my point on this is for a long time, Fauci has deliberately and i'll try to find a clip of this for the notes deliberately said it's not my job to consider economic impacts it's not my job to consider depression my job is to figure out how to stop this virus and all i recommend is geared at that let other people worry about the fact that we're destroying civilization as we know it right well guess what yeah anthony fauci apparently is now an economist and a specialist on drug abuse and childhood depression let's give it a listen most schools are set to open tomorrow after the holiday break. Are you confident that's the right call? I believe it is, George. You know, when we've done the balance so many times over the last year about the deleterious effects of keeping children out of in, in, in physical presence in the school. And it's very clear that there are some really serious effects about that. If you look at the safety of children with regard to infection, we have most of the teachers, overwhelming majority of them are vaccinated. We now can vaccinate children from five years of age and older. I plead right. with parents to please seriously consider vaccinating your children, wearing Poison. masks in the school setting, Don't doing test-to-stay approaches when children get infected. I think all of those things put together, it's safe enough to get those kids back to school balanced against the deleterious effects of keeping them out yeah i think i also just read a bunch of quotes that said that they're not getting hospitalized from this thing in the first place so like right. but they still but they you still got to vaccinate them you still got to vaccinate them even though they're not going to get sick enough to go to the hospital or die unless they're suffering tragically from a terrible pre-existing condition yeah uh, i know you got to go but we got to we've got a new thing we're doing it's called the meme of the week and we'll We'll put this in. You got one, huh? It's time for the meme of the week. Brought to you by Pfizer. So I didn't, I didn't, I don't know how this would have been received if I would have put it on our justified pursuit, but someone sent it to me in a text. It's the best meme that I've seen lately. And it's a picture. It's a cartoon drawing of some sperms. And they're clearly like <laughs> in a body cavity and they're swimming towards the goal, which would be to like, you know, fertilize the egg and it's a race. And the lead sperm says, I can't wait to grow up and be a Biden supporter like my dad. And then the sperm in the back, who's clearly like, who gives a crap, says, Bro, we're in a dude's butthole. <laughs> so there is your meme of the week. We're going to end it on a high. Chisholm's got to get to the ranch uh, for Chisholm Cook. I'm Cable Smith. Thanks for tuning into episode 60 
of Justified Pursuit. Chisholm's got a shit-eating grin on his face. <laughs> he loved that meme. Happy New Year. We will see you guys next week. None of this is news. Doctor, my eyes have seen the years And the slow parade of fears without crying Now I want to understand I have done all that I could To see the evil and the good without hiding You must help me if you can Doctor, my eyes I am